You are now listening to another episode of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily with your host, Anthony Cass Clark. This is a daily podcast documenting the thoughts of the everyday entrepreneur. Let's get into it. Good people of the world. What is up? It's your boy, Anthony Cass Clark, here with another edition of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily. Listen, I have a great topic today. I want to just jump right into it. Usually I tell you a funny story or whatever. I don't have any stories. Listen, my life is all over the place right now. Just know life is a joke. But anyway, <laughs> I'm serious about my life though. But anyway, I got uh, I want to we'll talk about this because this is something that I've been thinking about as I've been navigating new rooms. And it's the relationship between looking the part, right, and being the part. So in my notes, I have looking the part. Well, rephrase that. It's looking the part versus speaking the language. So you may be asking yourself, what do I mean by that? Let me explain. When you're moving into new realms of business, right, or a new realm of uh, networking opportunities, you're meeting new people, each sector, if you would say, right, there's clicks. There's clicks in business. There's Like everyone knows the tech bros in San Francisco, they wear Patagonia and they dress a certain type of way, right? You go in the banking industry, shout out to our friends over at Locality. They're not so much a part of this, but traditionally bankers wear suits, right? You can catch them in suit and tie. So where, where you go, there are looks. But beyond the looks, there's language also. And this, this is something that I had to learn very early on in my career, right? And shout out to Steve, Stephen Dakers, uh, who I was telling Yenny earlier about our relationship being that I had experience in the actual streets of marketing, right? And Steve had a lot of knowledge from college. And when we teamed up, what I discovered was that we did not speak the same language. We were interested in the same thing. We were doing the same thing but spoke two different languages. He spoke the language of marketing. He used terms and acronyms like KPIs and such, right? KPIs, analytical, you know, analytics and data. At that time, you know, this was 2009, whatever it may be, I didn't know any of these things. All I knew was the art of marketing, how to create something, how to present it, and then how to get people to take an action on or to do something. That's what I knew. I didn't know the terminology. I didn't know the language that was involved, right? How to create, how to craft ad copy, right? I didn't know what were the details of a, of a successful ad copy. I didn't know how to, how to write under the concept of humor, how to write under the concept of uh, fear, how to write under the concept of, you know, all these different aspects, right? I didn't know those things. And what happened was it separated me from Steve for a while because we just didn't understand each other. I would tell him, hey, I want to do this. And Steve's like, what do you mean by it? And then vice versa. He wants to do something. I'm like, what do you mean by that? And we can't explain to each other because we don't get it. And so I say this, I say that to say this. When you are building your business and you're networking, it's important that you learn the language of the room. I heard Eric Thomas say this. 
uh, Eric Thomas was saying that <laughs> he actually made a joke about how if he wanted to go into Fortune 500 companies, he couldn't go into those rooms saying ambulance, amb- am- ambulance, right? You had to pronounce it properly. And so his GED wasn't going to get it done. So he had to go from GED to get a four-year degree. It took him 12 years to get the four-year degree. And then he ended up getting his PhD. And it, like he said, he doesn't. his PhD is not hung up on his wall. It's not in his office. It's not at home. He didn't do it for the actual paper. He didn't do it to look the part. He, do, he did it to understand the language of the room. So he can demand the $100,000 per hour that he makes when he, when he makes a speech in these rooms because now he speaks the language of the people in the room. Does that make sense? So it's very important that you understand the language of what you're trying to do. Me as a marketer, it's very important that when I'm sitting with other marketers, I know how to discuss marketing in the terminology of the marketing world, right? Because if not, then you doubt what I know. You doubt my knowledge. You doubt my wisdom in the area, right? So I need to know these things. So it's important that you know the language of the room that you're going into. So how do you know? How do you learn the language? It's literally just like learning a, a, a language verbally, or let's not verbally. What's the word? Spanish, English, whatever. You know what I mean. Learning actual language. You read, read books. You find a mentor. You find a coach. You join groups. It's okay if you join these groups. It's okay if you read these books and you don't understand. But in time, with consistency and practice, you will learn, right? You will learn the language. The next thing you know, you're fluent. At the time, when Steve was speaking a whole other language to me in marketing terms, I didn't know what he was saying. Years later, I totally understand what he's saying. And I can speak you know, fluent marketing back to him. So you have to learn the language if you're trying to go into new rooms and if you want to be looked at as a thought leader, you can get mad all you want. They don't understand me. They don't accept me for me. They do not accept you for you. <laughs> you can be you, but know how to speak their language. And that's all I got to say. I won't belabor the point anymore, but that's something that I've learned over the years and it has become super valuable uh, for me and my business. So whatever I learned, of course, I got to share with you. All right. So, Let's move on from that point. Let's get into the tip of the day. Now, you guys know I'm doing something new. So sometimes I'm sharing my own tips. Sometimes I'm sharing other people's. So I want to show some love to our guy, David Shans, from the Social Proof Podcast. Never met him. What? I actually did meet Dave before. Um, one time at his e-complex in Atlanta. So shout out to Dave Shans. Doing amazing things, man. You are, you are killing it. You are a leader in the podcast space. And I uh, appreciate you. So I want to share one of your clips, and that's what we'll do now. So here's David Shans from Social Proof Podcast. Check it out. did this real heavy last year, and it's proven to work. And I'm always looking for it. There are these groups where it might be $20,000, $30,000, right. $40,000 to get in this mastermind. And some people, when they invest the money, they're investing to get something from the person who put the mastermind together right and though that is cool the most important thing about being a part of this mastermind 
is connecting with other people who have this 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars to actually be in the room. Because they did something outside of this room to qualify to be in this room to be able to, be able to invest this money. I done made so much money from the people inside the mastermind who are my market. So I, you were asking me earlier, yo, how do I partner with a EYL or myself or somebody like that? You meet us in one of those rooms. For sure. But there's thousands of us. For sure. Especially masterminds of people that don't look like us. Right. Yeah. Because they have different perspectives. And for some reason, they're actually more willing to do business with you. Absolutely. And we're back. So, hey, man. Yeah, I'm recording. That's Jay talking to me, guys. I'm back. I'm recording, Jay. You want to say something? Oh, okay. Jay's making sure that we're producing properly. But um, yeah, we're back. So thank you guys for checking out uh, David Sharon's. Like I said, big salute to him. And of course, if you have not, please share this podcast with somebody. If you see me post it, do me a favor, share it. I appreciate it. You see my reels going viral like they have been? <laughs> please share it. I appreciate it. It's not for the benefit of uh, my personal brand and my company, of course. Of course, we like the benefits of it. But we do... Our main goal is to share knowledge. Our goal is to inspire. That's what we're here for. That's why I spend so much time doing these videos. Not for my health, but because I want to, I don't care if my video gets one view, I promise you. If it gets one view and that one viewer got something from it, my job is done. It's well worth it. I promise you. And that's the difference between me and a lot of content creators. I'm not a content creator. I'm a marketer, right? I'm a business owner. And I also, I genuinely care about people. So anyway, I won't uh, pat myself on the back too much. That felt very narcissistic. But moving on. Listen, thank you for listening. I'm out. Peace, blessings, cheers.